Do you watch wrestling? Greetings, salutations, well hello there, friends, foes, heels, baby faces, all are welcome here at the We Watch Wrestling Podcast. We've set the table, sit down, Chad Who's at the head? Who's at the head? Who's at the head of the table? Mm. Sami Zayn? (laughs) I'm your wonderful darling. Red-headed bearded host beyond the Matt McCarthy with me always pro wrestling encyclopedia Vince Averill. Yeah, that man. What's going on, dude? Big morning, big morning. Not the least of which, of course, is to remind everyone that Saturday, March fourth, coming up quick, San Francisco, California, during Revolution Weekend, we will be live at Neck of the Woods. Compliments of. Right. Uh, Hard time shows putting us on, and we appreciate it. Saturday afternoon, March 4th, uh, we'll be doing a live show there, and uh, everyone can go to West Coast Pro after. We will be. So uh, you want to fucking get on over to thehardtimes.net to get those tickets. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Get to the chopper. Do it. I'm here. Big morning, man. Big, big morning. Okay. We had the release of the first single from the new Cross Control LP drop this morning via noecho.net. I got an announcement that fucking My Morning Jacket's playing the Hollywood Bowl in August. And we finally got the announcement we were waiting for. SummerSlam will, in fact, be in Detroit, Michigan. Oh, shit. Mama, I'm coming. Oh, come on, Maddie. He just won a Grammy. The Ozman? Yeah. He was uh, well-deserved, I'm sure. All his new stuff's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the song on Raw, or was it a song on the Rumble or something? That, that The only reason I know is because they mentioned it on Raw. They, they, they showed, you know, when they show the album? Yeah. For the well, Kaboom of the Night or whatever. I did, uh, related, I did see uh, on Sunday Michael Anthony from Van Halen uh, uh-huh. <laughs> am I just old or am I, you know, if I had a couple too many drinks, whatever happened to rock and roll? He's like bitching about the Grammys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, which is uh, fine. You can, you can feel that way. I don't know if you need to post about it, but that, that's, that sums up almost uh 99% of all posts, right? Sure. Well, I mean, I will say this when the Aussie thing came up, and it said that he'd won the Grammy for best metal or whatever. And I was like, well, yeah, you know, you're sitting there at the Grammys and you're voting. You're like, oh, uh, Ozzy. Yeah. And it reminded me of 30 years ago, <laughs> the No More Tours tour. Uh, <laughs> uh, give me one second. I forgot to turn this purifier off. It's loud as fuck. No, oh, he likes it so pure. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I. I watched those Grammys, most of them. I wouldn't even say most of them, but I was in the room at certain points when it happened. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who this person is. I don't know who that person is. But, you know, Harry Styles, star of Don't Worry, Darling, when he performed, I was like, oh, yeah, I know this song. This is a good song. 
<laughs> this guy should just stick with singing. No more of this uh, doing uh, awful movies. Well, it, it the th- you when you said there about like oh oh metal okay yeah Ozzy it reminds yeah. me of like you know when Ozzy Smith was the fucking starting shortstop for the All Star NL All Stars for like years past him really being All Star caliber because it was just like oh you know yeah. you're like shortstop okay uh you know what I mean like right <laughs> like right okay who do I oh of course wrestler let's see here. Okay, Stone Cold. Uh, Stone Cold, right. Rock, got it. Mm. This is the last thing I'll say about the Grammys. Did you see the Grateful Dead won a Grammy? No. For like best box set. They put out this insane Madison Square Garden box set. There's a Grammy for best box set. There's a Grammy for best box set. Wow. Why is there no Grammy for best entrance theme? Oh, dude. Jim, Jim, Jim Johnston, Lifetime Achievement. And it's just like, oh, all right, enters Jim Johnston. There In the video, of course, it's him from fucking Beyond the Mat. Don't, don't, don't. You know, it's he kind of like, walks like this, so he should have a theme that's just like. <laughs> He's like, uh, it's mostly power chords in here, but, uh, you know, occasionally we'll branch out. But, you know, uh, if I if I don't uh, buy all the stuff, then I won't get as big a budget as next year. So I'm constantly buying equipment and <laughs> instruments. Vince doesn't know. <laughs> Uh, where is he now, Jim Johnston? Uh, I don't know. Maybe Hogan's Beach Bar, or um, you, you, know. you, you think he's got? Was it just purely a paycheck, or do you think he's like, you know, he's got a jazz album under some other pseudonym, or? Yeah, it seems like he must have. He must have had some other. He wasn't just like a fucking. Yeah, maybe. He was, you know, like he wrote music for ads or something, and then they plucked him. That's that's actually a curious story. Uh, I, I wonder. But Can we get but, him for issue five hundred. Like that's our <laughs> that's our big get. We're like All Patreon right. patrons. The interview this month, Jim Johnston. Ten years <laughs> in the making, Jim Johnston. So what what's the deal? So you just you 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 talk to a lawyer once, and we're like, if you change the song this much. You're not going to get sued. I think a lot of people are pretty well versed in that. Not vanilla ice. Hmm. Oh, vanilla. Um, ding, ding, diggy, ding, diggy, ding, ding. It's, it's not the same song. Ah, uh, yes, Maddie. Another week in the annals Man, of professional I'm, wrestling. Did you hear how sick superstar Billy Graham is? Um, I saw that he was in the hospital. I didn't. I don't know that I like got a real sense of how bad he was, but that he obviously He's, he lost. Well. The, the report is he lost fifty pounds in the last three weeks. Well, the thing about superstar is that he's in a bear hug right there. But also, like anytime I hear about him, I'm like, oh man, what? Like I, that dude was on Death Door years forty ago. years like, ago. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, and you never see him at all. Uh-huh. So you don't like, you don't have any sense of what's going on there. Ever since they canceled Donahue, you never see him anymore. Hmm. It's interesting that I just, I'm sorry. I just pulled this out of a pack last week. Is that signed? Yeah. Is that legit? 
That's a legit autograph from superstar Billy Graham. Jesus Christ, that's crazy. And with a picture from nineteen eighty seven. Oh man. With the pineapple hair. The road dog, Brian James. How are the packs going? It ebbs and it flows. Yeah. Uh but I this is actually um cards are in a lot of areas sort of coming down from the like pandemic spike. Yeah. Um, but uh most specifically that that particular uh the the prism, which was like the first time they did WWE Prism when Panini took over the license. But when that when those came out, eight hundred, twelve hundred dollars for a hobby box. And um and then I think, you know, back to life, back to reality. I found that box like a month ago or something for like 200 bucks and I boop, popped it out, you know? Sounds um, much reasonable or. Yeah. I mean, still not, this doesn't feel, in fact, just this morning, uh, we got the, the Patreon alert from GCW. They're selling a pack of GCW past blue ribbon cards. It's 21 cards. And they're like, Oh, 50 packs we're making available to patrons right now. Limit two packs. I click in there. It's 30 bucks a pack. And I'm like, you know, you got to think like, okay, I don't know who's in there. Doesn't, you don't know anything about a checklist, but there's maybe someone in there who breaks out the way wrestling works, you know, like, oh, yeah. in five years. It's like, oh, I, you remember when this fucker was in GCW? Oh, I have this fucking card. And then, you know, it's worth it. Otherwise, like I'm not, you know, I, I'm not thinking that there's anybody in there I specifically would collect or need, but but that's that's kind of the way I would look at it. It's like, okay, is this 30 bucks right now? I'm gambling on one of the 21 people I don't know that's in here. Is there a Lauderdale card? Gotta hope oh, so. You gotta hope so. Mance Warner, that'd be fun. You gotta there's gotta be a Nick Gage. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're probably banking on like right now as you sit yeah. here, but, but how it works is you don't, you're like, oh, you never would have thought, but like you're probably thinking Nick Wayne. Uh, as a breakout star, you mean? Yeah, thinking about like who could, who could possibly, you know, in, in, in the GCW, who would, right. who would be one of the 21 people in a pack of GCW cards right now? So Nick Wayne feels like a, like a, an okay bet. Yeah. I mean, um, do you include like the, the triple a guys i have no idea i have I no idea what's in there man i mean uh i, I, I don't not. know if you need to be i don't know what the situation is what you need to be to be on a gcw card yeah you know i mean bussy i could see man i could see alley catch at some point getting plucked by some sure company with tv you know um, who else is in, who could be in there? Bill, if Billy Starks is in there, um, uh, maybe Starboy Charlie, Starboy know, gets, Charlie gets the upper body. Then you'll be in the hunt and keeps the old gear. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why? Who, who, are, who are we just blanking on? I mean, Joey Janela is always going to be. He's GCW know. for life. Yeah. I just mean. He could wind back. That's not to say he he could wind back up on. Uh, oh, he could have TV another show. one. Yeah, yeah, he could have easily. One. Same for Effie. Effie. 
yeah, you know, things like that. But you, without knowing who's in there, it's tough to say. It's a gamble. MDK, you got to imagine old Nicky Gage is in there, huh? No, it, you, you got to. He's got to be card number one. You'd like to imagine. I like to think Emil has a card. Hmm. That'd be pretty good. I think he he must have made his own or someone made some for him because he was doing a thing for a little while where he's like, come up to me at a show. Oh, he's got his own card. Or <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I, I still don't understand the card, the trading card boom that happened. Well, it didn't happen at all for comic books. No. Because it just, to me, it was just one of those things of like, people are home and, um, you know, oh, I'll, I don't know. Something happened where then all of a sudden, you know, there's these, oh, it's, it, card values are moving faster than the S&P. People are investing in cards yeah. instead of, you know, oh. and, and it's not, it's not all the way gone. It's definitely it's still a little spun out, but, but in some way, you know, like the top series one baseball is comes out next week. The first, you know, of like the first thing of the year for, for yeah. tops and baseball for as long as they have the account. Cause fucking tops is about to have nothing. Um, I mean the closest in comic books was in the, in the nineties, like the early nineties. Right. You know, it was like, Oh, this is an investment buying up shit. And then the industry fucked themselves by Oh, well, then we'll, we'll print more copies. <laughs> but this was more about just price, like the price. Yeah. Because what I was going to say is, so so Series 1 is coming out next week. And I think a hobby is like 84 and a uh, jumbo box is like a buck 50, which is like way down. Uh-huh. Like it had gone up to probably a, a hobby was around 150 and a jumbo was closer to three. Which, I mean, it know. depends with comic books it, because they do the variant covers. So that gets, you know, but it doesn't seem to, you know, maybe once in a while, some, there'll be like a first appearance of, so cause, but it, it, it is one of those things where it, it, it cools off very quickly. Yeah. I mean, at least with comic books, it's not like here are four variants. The regular issue is five bucks. This variant is four. 48 but you know what i mean like because with yeah. cards it's like oh this box has two the same amount of hits as another box but for whatever reason we've just decided that this one is 800 dollars, you know and, and that's like retail it's not even fucking like right like the retail has at the regular yeah. price you know like the retail fuck what anyway braun breaker ret- retained on saturday i know you were glued to the set talk to me braun breaker hot shaker does Braun have what it takes to take it to the next level? This act that he's he's cultivating down in uh, NXT. I hope so, because they need something. You yeah. know. Did uh, Did you see any of it? Uh, no. Yeah. No, um, I didn't even I didn't even realize that it happened until you just mentioned it. They did a yeah. takeover or something. Uh, ye- it was called Vengeance, I think. Yeah, it was pretty good. There were some there were some moments. You know, it's 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 a wrestling show. They're not like devoid of talent it's just you know something that i'm not watching but yeah no i couldn't be more checked out on nxt that's why like when it's like in like put in front of me i try to look at it because i'm like well let me just you know see what's going on just because i don't watch it doesn't necessarily mean it sucks um 
And, you know, we do have those tickets for a mania weekend, 9.45 a.m., of course. Uh, yeah, sure. And Effie's Gay Brunch is that day, too, I think. So, there's, I mean, there's so much competition, Maddie. So many names being announced right now. Do we have any talk since Kota Bushi was, was announced? We have. Okay. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, Kota Ibushi. I mean, Os- Osprey announced crazy. for the Super Show. Um, that maybe I didn't know. I'm sort of curious uh, since this Saturday is the um, the New Japan show where you get uh, Shingo versus Okada. Yeah. So coming out of that, I would think since the following Saturday is the show in San Jose, they're going to have to tell us that match. But maybe we get like one or two other match announcements here in the lead up because, you know, you know how they are. They don't, they won't announce a match until it is like officially yeah. official. Well, I, it, well, the other thing too, I think is an AEW has sort of adopted this too, where, you know, the, the idea, the, the fact of the matter is that almost all pay-per-view buys happen in the last like day or same. Oh day, yeah. Right? That's so it's true. like, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't always hurt to just be like, Oh, and also we're putting fucking Danielson and whoever, you know, or, so that's why I'm still, I hold out hope. It seems very unlikely, but can we get a U.S. title belt defense at San Jose? Probably not. <sighs> I don't know about that. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't think but it is, but anything's I'm gonna, possible. I'm going to stay hopeful. Just stay yeah. hopeful because it's the fucking U.S. belt. It's a U.S. show. What, what, what are we doing? Do you have fuck? any recollection of how, what the furthest in advance you called to order a pay-per-view was? Mm. Mm. Uh, no, except to say that I know that I um, have I have made a call like that and been told not yet. <laughs> oh, how funny. <laughs> um, but I but remember I back in the day, yeah, like the 80s or 90s, like calling earlier in the week. Yeah. Like my dad calling earlier in the week being like, all right, you know, because that was like, we were not, we, there was no impulse buying a pay-per-view at my house at all. It was like, all right, if you know, uh, Vinny and Paul and uh, Luke, if they're all going to come over, we'll get a pizza. And so, all right, you know, I'll call and make sure. Yeah. Well, maybe if, if I could, cause once they started doing the movies, cause it, the movies on the pay-per-view weren't right out of the gate. It was, you know, the right. boxing and sure. wrestling yeah, uh, and concerts. But like once the movie started that I could kind of like, Oh, can we call a uh, request? Call East Providence cable. And <laughs> you know, Scrooge is starting at 7 PM. That'd be awesome. <laughs> well, I also remember like in the early days of being able to order with your remote, something going wrong and then of course you know being like come on like waiting yeah you know, like trying to get through kind of thing but um yeah the, the old days the good old days the halcyon days the salad days mm. um should we take a break oh shit jesus i'm asleep at the wheel here maddie oh you know what perfect timing Hell yeah. There you go. There's an ad-free experience on the Patreon. Get into it. 
Yeah, there is. And if you got and a, we, if you got a blister on your finger from pressing the skip ahead thirty seconds button, <laughs> and plenty of other fun stuff over there too, Maddie. Like an interview we just did with the machine, Brian Cage. And, bonus uh, audio every uh, week. Every week, and uh, things of this nature. You could be watching a video of this podcast. Ooh, imagine. Um, oh, I didn't mention it up top. I'm uh, I'm also on Cameo. You can hit me up on Cameo. I mentioned it at the end of the show last week, but I, I worry that some people, they press stop immediately. They're like, ah, uh, now I found out what their favorite wrestler is. I have to move on. Uh, yeah, dude. But um, San Jose uh, fast approaching. What? Well, oh, well, first of all, this, did you watch Raw? Uh-huh. This promo segment with your favorite wrestler and his, Cody Rhodes, uh-huh. and the man who will eat a full plate of bacon, and it Paul Heyman. And it Not to be, I'm sorry. I, but honestly, <laughs> when, I, when that was going on last night, there are a lot of times when I look at Paul Heyman, and, I, and I'm like picturing Paul Heyman from like, more so ECW, but even a little bit of WCW, and I and I guess for my own fear, I'm like, can I end up like that? Like what? Like what is the? Because I'm thinking like he doesn't even drink beer, probably. Like what? How am I gonna? Because I just like I I sort of get my own little fear work up when I see Paul Heyman and go, how do you be? How do you end up there? But that's not the story we're trying to tell. Anyway, I believe the answer is diet and exercise. You know, you're exact. You're exactly right. That's, yeah. uh, that's, that's everything. It's everything. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's the old David Letterman joke. He saw an ad on TV, lose weight, no diet or exercise, no diet or exercise really only leaves disease. Doesn't it folks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What uh, are your thoughts? Oh, I can already tell. What? No, go ahead. What are your thoughts? I can already tell on the, on the promo. Yeah. Um, I can I, already tell. What do you tell? Thoughts? What? I don't know. I, now, oh. now it's a bit. <laughs> oh, um, uh, yeah. I thought I thought it was, it was good. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was good. Told you know, it's uh, they're they're getting it. There seems to be no shortage of um, thought being put into the 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 stories on top. The the Roman Reigns. This you know anything in that realm? They're they're obviously you know being diligent about trying to have it be uh good uh that pro that segment was excellent um you know i'd get that mole removed off my eye if i was him but who Heyman? cody you don't see that there's just a a fucking skin tag just hanging off the side of his goddamn eyeball it drives me insane i mean well thank you listen there's nobody in this segment i won't body shame you understand now that's all I'm going to see. <laughs> uh, look on the, look on his right eye. It's like well, it's, I'm sure I'm I'm picturing the guy's face, and I it's and as I big know as his tattoo. I, I know what you're talking about. I've I've just never I I've never given it a second thought. You know, you know the my big big reveal, big takeaway from the entirety of last night's RAW was that I thought fucking Austin Theory was great on commentary. Oh boy, I thought it was great. Did you, did you, you probably I don't even listen to the show really. Well, when Baron Corbin's wrestling, 
No, this I, was during uh, Montez. And, oh, um, this was during the Montez. Yeah. I was doing. Well, I was doing something else. I thought it was fucking funny. I thought it was it was awesome. I was getting the dog ready to go out. So I had it on the TV and then I was making the switch to my phone. You don't got no coyotes or nothing out there? You're just walking dogs at that, that time of night? It's fucking it's very nice. Okay. I have seen once once I saw a coyote. Mm-hmm. But as soon as the sun goes down, I put a little cookie in the window. I say, no fucking way. This is as close as you're getting. Take a look. Oh, do you give her anything like any like treat that like chills her out? <laughs> we certainly have tried. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you know, when we go, when we leave, she just barks her ass off and yeah, we try yeah. to give her stuff. And really the only, the, the, and none of it seems to work. There was one time when the vet gave us something. I don't even remember what the fuck it was, Oh boy! but, but, we tried yeah. it and I, and like, I think George left and I was home and that dog had the fucking, the prang out of all prang. It was like, it was like me. She was like, instead of chill, she was just, and she like crawled, like came up and was like standing on my shoulder, just like fucking <laughs> wigging. I was like, it's all good. It's all good. I've been there, baby. I've been there. Chill, 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 chill. Mellow. Wow. Mellow. But yeah, so nothing that's worked. Because we just got, I mean, Gilda's, you know, just old. So mm-hmm. she, she's gotten whinier and she licks her paws. So we found something at Petco that, that does work. It, it has been working. Yeah. Shoot me a, shoot me a photo. I will. <laughs> I'd I love will. to know what it is. Yeah. Um, the Cody Rhodes segment. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, yeah. Cause I want to talk about Montez as well. That's right. It was, I was doing dishes when it started. Because I was like, oh, fuck yeah, Montez Ford. And then I turn around and then I see he's wrestling Elias. And I was like, eh, not even Montez. So <laughs> I went back to what I was doing. But I was listening to it. Yeah. So like I heard what you're talking about. And I was like, yeah, I, I couldn't place who the fuck is on commentary right now. Uh, like at first I thought it was like, Punishment Martinez or somebody from the Judgment Day, because mm-hmm. at, at a certain point when they were talking about like having their own album, I was like, "All right, this is this is kind of funny." But I was like, "It's like, wait, this might be Austin Theory." I'm not digging on it as much. Anyway. Yeah, because you're just like, "Fuck this guy." Yeah, I am pretty much fuck this guy. Um, but like, I, I will say this just to just to wrap up the Montez Ford thing. I was like. When they announced, all right, we got one more spot. It's Montez Ford versus, and I was like, please let it be somebody where it's obvious Montez is going to win. Yeah. And enter Elias. Yeah. <laughs> or as the scripts would say on Raw, Elias, music and entrance. And I was just yeah. like, oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Because that guy you- should start breaking away. This is the time that he should... Be, I don't. He doesn't need to be main eventing WrestleMania this year. Obviously not. And he also doesn't need to be necessarily in a singles match at Mania. But this certainly is the time to start breaking him out of that act and put him on his own because he 
could easily very much be top guy. I'm, um, yeah, I'm, I'm down with Montez Ford and, and I'm down yeah. with the chamber now as it's set. Um, that's going to be a good, good fucking match. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I was like, okay, this is cool. Yeah. You do, you do instead of doing it, um, for the heavyweight, but, um, I'm, I am completely fine and at peace with Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns one, because I need yeah. to celebrate them following through with the plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also I'm not worried about it. it's not like if you want to compare it to Danielson at the same like the same like sort of point because it felt like he had to have it or else Sammy is going to be fine no matter what um and he's getting his shot he's getting his match at elimination chamber he's not going to go away whatever they do if it's tag or whatever mania it's like I'm not worried like at, at the same point, like in the Danielson trajectory, it was like, yeah. well, you know, th- they might just fucking, again, this dude could be on fucking main event or superstars here next week. Sammy's he's going to be fine no matter what, and he's going to excel. So I'm not like, it's it's not as, um, you know, worrisome for me. No, I mean, I, I, I do. I, I, it didn't dawn on me until I heard other people making the comparison to the Danielson mania, mania 30. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, that is interesting. It does feel like that, but they're two totally different situations. Once I gave it some thought, because it was like, first of all, Punk left, so that was the X factor. This would be like if Cody left, right? It's right. like, well, then <laughs> now you're fucked, right? Go get Goldberg or something, you know. Like- and the other thing is, Cody versus Roman is not Orton versus Batista. Like that was Vince thought that's the main event that people want to see. Sure. And it is funny too, to think about not to go on a tangent, but like comparing it to superstar Billy Graham, you know, because Meltzer started going into the history lesson once that news came up and that refresher of, I, you know, I've I've heard it a hundred times. Superstar was not Vince Sr.'s guy as much as he drew and as much as he, you know, he was a heel and he's going to stay a heel. And then the gates they were doing, meaning the two guys in the painting behind you, Bruno Sammartino and Billy Graham, <laughs> yeah, were obliterating everything. And But Vince Sr. had said, nope, on this date, I'm giving the belt to Backlund and that's what we're doing. And it was talk about not changing plants. <laughs> That's what he was doing. Yeah. And is it revisionist history? Is Vince McMahon telling the truth? Who the fuck knows? Vince Senior, Vince Junior, that is. But he's like, if he was running things, he would have kept the belt on Graham and kept him the same character and turned him babyface, which mm-hmm. is essentially what all that he did with Hulk Hogan. Right. It's Hulk Hogan, superstar Billy Graham clone. Yep. Uh and the baby face that wrestles like a heel. It's yeah. it's it's the perfect perfect guy for the eighties. Uh, Compared to now, or or at least a couple years ago, then Vince becomes his father. He can't see the force for the trees. Oh, Randy, Randy and Batista's the biggest main event of all time. 
So that's the difference. That's the other difference is, is nobody hates Cody versus Roman. Right. You know, the way that the people were already rejecting Batista and Randy, even, even, you know, the casual fan on mass. So it was just like Randy Batista. Yeah. I mean, you, you get some Sammy chance like you did last night, but, uh, but it's, you know, obviously people are, people are with, with Cody in a, yeah. in a, a much more significant way than because if they, because if they wind up going in the, because it, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Sammy and Roman at elimination chamber. And I suppose sure. we may start to see what, that story will be on Friday, but you got to hope so. <laughs> it's only no a week sure. away, <laughs> 10 days or whatever. But at Mania, if they do Sammy Owens versus the Usos for the belts, that's fucking hot. I don't think that that's a disappointment. Yeah. And you could even make the argument that the story has been Sammy and Jey Uso all along. Like Roman was always a level above them, mm-hmm. you know? Although, I mean, it is interesting. It's like Sammy waffled the Roman. So there is there. Something needs to happen between the two of them. Yeah. Presumably. But at any rate, um, to go all the way back to the Cody Paul Heyman segment. Um, I loved it. Very entertaining. Very engaging. Uh, I laughed. I was intrigued. I stopped what I was doing. You know, I lean mm-hmm. against the counter. I'm just like, <laughs> holy fucking shit, you know? Uh, and I dug it. That said, it and leave it to Cody to always have to go one step beyond <laughs> where he says the line. You know, I, I was fine. Whatever. I, I'm not going to get it exactly right. But when he says the line, I just wanted to be a guy who won a title opportunity, but everybody wants to make it a personal issue and you just made it personal. And I was like, I was earlier that day. Mm-hmm. I was saying to my buddy, Mike Reiner, we talk about the wrestling at the Olympic all the time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, you know, he's, he's talking about Cody and, and he, and he brought it because he listens to busted open. And oh. so he's, he's always like, he always comes in with like, you know, uh, it's kind of like the Daniel Bryan situation. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I know. That's that's what we're talking about. A busted open. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> listen to my show. I've only I've only mentioned it a thousand times. It's you know? funny when you yeah you get the uh, I suppose we probably you know we come that way with the Meltzer, the people who listen to Cornet. It's like they're like, hey, you know, here's this thing I heard. You know, I suppose, but I mean, it's. I think we're always much more interested. Whatever is the general, like there's always something in the air, you know? Yeah. I think the difference being the cornet people are always so quick to be like, Oh, well, Kenny Omega sucks. And it's like, what (laughs) on what planet? Well, it's no different than, you know, it's Fox news. Like if you, if you embed yourself with, with one, it's, you'll, it'll just begin to make sense to you, I think. But but I your think point that, being that you and Mike, uh, yeah. you had another point to make. Sorry, I had several points to make. But the <laughs> being someone who reads the Observer, I think you and I are are gravitate much more towards the the the, the historical 
context of everything Mm -hmm. and just like being deeply interested in what the history of everything is. Yeah. Um, but at any rate, and, and Mike is certainly in deeper than like, because I often think about the, the woman you used to work with, who was always your barometer of the casual of casual oh, fans. She was, yeah, she was the ultimate casual fan. And I wish that we could still like email her and be like, hey, what do you think about Sammy Zane? What do you? <laughs> She's like, I haven't watched that shit in fucking 10 years. <laughs> um, but I was just saying to Mike, I was like, yeah, I think I was like, well, I don't. I said the same thing. I was like, as long as they do the tag with the Usos, at Mania, Sammy will be fine. And I'll, I will feel satisfied in that story. As far as Cody versus Roman, I said to him, well, they got to make it personal because as far as the McMahons are concerned, and that means Triple H too, everything has to be a personal issue. It yeah. can't just be, you have I, I earned a title belt. shot. Yeah. yeah. Everything has to be, you know, this is life or death. Blood is on the line. And I was like, it'll be interesting to see how they do it. And then Paul Heyman comes out really for no reason, because then once I was like, okay, this is, this is the beginning of the beginning of it being a personal thing. And then when Cody, of course, has to open his fat yap and say, you just made it personal. Matter of fact, and, I, yeah. and I thought to myself, gosh, how exactly? Because he, you know, Brought up his dad, said that you're not your dad, you're this, you're that. I'm like, and then I was also very troubled by, and again, I will say, this is somebody who enjoyed that segment thoroughly. Mm-hmm. You know, I would even give that promo segment a star, like oh. you should watch it. But there was no motivation for Heyman to come out. I mean, truly, like what? It's it's funny. There is a there was a logic gap for me of yeah. calling out. We're going to make this a personal issue now. Well, the logic. I mean, the logic. I suppose is just like this is how WWE works. Like I, that's that's the bottom like, line. I'm the representative of the person you're going to wrestle, so I have to yeah. come out and. Um, but uh, for me, at this point, I hope they if if they do uh, Owens and Zayn together. Yeah, they got to give me some because I'm I'm getting a little tired on them being friends and them being enemies. It's gone on for so long that it's just like, okay, let's let's have a real good reason why you two are getting back together and not just because Sammy tried to stop Roman from hitting you with a chair because it's just like there's been so many ups and downs and backs and forth that I don't think Kevin Owens would be like, you had my back finally that one time when I was about to get fucked up, you know, like. No. Well, it, it, is it isn't it just another situation of well, it's WWE and this is what happens. I guess, or the only way Owens can get his come up, it's on those two. Is yeah, I don't know something. It's interesting. Should we take a break? Oh, you know, we're I got the timer over here now. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Yeah. What up? Feel good about that. See, damn, Maddie got his own clock going. I think today. Well, you know, there's there's a clock little right above your head on my on my screen. Well, listen, and I glance. I sometimes I get lost in those dreamy eyes. No reason to to be bothered with uh, 
any of these ads. If you yeah. uh, add free audio on the Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. We watch wrestling podcasts. Coming to San Francisco, baby. It's wild. You've been to San Francisco before? You must have. Uh, yeah, with you. <laughs> what? Oh, um, but I guess in the city. <laughs> we, we've never, we've never like gone and stayed in the city. Is what I, I, I like. We're gonna be in the fucking, you know, Golden in Gate San Francisco, Park, the Presidio, Fisher's uh, Wharf. Uh, the only other time I'd been was in Golden State Park. I did. Um, what did I say? Golden State yeah. was uh, outside lands. Yeah, we saw cool in the gang. Yeah, and yeah. it was Niagara Falls. Oh my god. I mean, I was, I was Room on tears. What a ridiculous night. But yeah, cause Craig Robinson was playing like keyboards with them. No, no. His band opened. I think he has. And then and uh, it was also like MC hammer was on the bill too. Look, drugs you were got smoked. To pray just to make it today. Marijuana was consumed. Pray. But yeah, pray. yeah, yeah. Because we because we had done the festival and then we were all bouncing around big time. A couple comics, and then we wound up at that club. And but like when Cool in the Game came out, like when those horns hit for Jungle Boogie, uh, I was oh, just you, like oh. You saw colors, you saw fucking I mean, it was just it was a small room. The sound was perfect. And it like, I've never been in front of a band that sounded more like the record than them. And I was like, I be, I was so overwhelmed <laughs> with like emotion. Like I started crying and I was just like out loud to know. And I go, this is the best music I've ever heard performed <laughs> in my life. Like it was note for note. Perfect. It was incredible. Mm. It was incredible how good they were. Yeah. So you and I are, are we're going to go back to the city together though this time, you and me. Okay. It was a it was a dirty city. Very very dirty city. Well, a lot of human feces in my recollection, but uh I you and want, I will will we'll But like out. the size of the buildings, I just wanted to climb up and just like I just want to wash the side of this building. Oh, very I dirty. You're, thought you're going to do like a King Kong deal. But what do you say? Daily city didn't count. I mean, we I'm not saying it, it didn't like, yeah, we, we were out at that hotel that Will, that Will Smith filmed a movie at cause it was so shitty. <laughs> and oh my God. We went that's to the Cow right. Palace and, and did a show down there and went home. We ne we never went into the city together, you know, like God, that, that motel was so deeply depressing, Woo. but it had, uh, it had a third bed. For Sibley, remember that that was the that was the uh, the draw that they had a third bed in the room, <laughs> a third bed for the third man. But then we were like, I don't even know what that movie is where where Will Smith is is homeless or whatever, and then he like moves into that motel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the the pursuit of happiness. Uh, yeah, it's where him and his son he like gets fired, and then him and his son are like living in his car or something, or he's a teacher, or yeah, like Romu broke his neck. That's right. And, uh, and Jay White and, and Juice had. Was that? Had, no, that was, at, that was at the pyramid, I think. The Jay White and Juice thing, wasn't it? The one where he knocked over JR? 
Yeah, no, that was the Cow Palace. Okay. And then we went to, uh, we also went to um, that APW show in. Uh, oh, was that the King of the Indies? I don't know if they were calling it that. Maybe it was. I think they did. Where it was Dragon Lee and uh, Brody? Yep. Yeah. In the little gym there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were, they were calling that King of the Indies. Fuck. Yeah, man. So anyway, we, yeah. we've been around it. We, we got to get down, you know, maybe try to get over the zeitgeist for a little bit. We, we got to really stretch our legs this time. Finally, you know, finally, finally, the Mac has come back to San Francisco. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, man. You know, I was going to watch those New Japan shows this weekend and then I got bogged down with other stuff. Good news. There's more this weekend. And it never ends. Good uh, news. It never stops. Yep. And uh, I uh, I was watching a little um, Smoky Mountain from 94. Tell me about it, stud. And, uh, we had uh, Tammy, Tammy Sitch and Corny hosting the uh, year in review. She looks like she's about 15. Um. They uh they they ran down the year of ninety three, including a great spot where uh the rock and roll brought in a uh surprise to help against uh Jimmy and the Midnight and uh under there's just a guy standing in a sheet <laughs> like at, kind of by ringside and Cornette's like and then he take pulls a sheet, it's fucking iron. And he like uh it was like it was it was more it was crazier than Abbott and Costello Cornette fucking flopped on the floor and hit the fucking the double handed no just because he saw Arn Anderson standing there man under a sheet <laughs> this is a dude standing under a bed sheet but AEW doesn't know doesn't know let's what they're get doing the, uh, yeah let's get the big surprise out here <laughs> god you fucking put him in a box oh god damn how many times they have the guy in the box put him in the box Oh, what's in the box? Open up the box. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. It's fucking our name. Oh, fuck. These, the crowds are hot as fuck, man. I will tell them. I, I will give them that for whatever they're doing. I would have a great time. Kidding but, me? Uh, Get down there. You know what? I got these. Hold on. Holding. I got these sent to me from um, MVD. MVD. Who sent me, uh, you know, Blu-rays and stuff to talk about on TikTok. Blue Rizzo? And I haven't um, cracked these ones open yet, but first he sent me a because uh, cause my guy over there knows that I dig MVD. on wrestling. And so he sent me, I, I, I didn't have a copy of The Wrestler with Vern Gagne. Oh. And uh, sent me one of those and then also sent me these Extreme Wrestling Legends. Okay. What the fuck is MVD? It's it's good. It's a website. They got, you know, physical media. They got a lot of uh, music and movies. Um, Definitely worth checking out. And And they have stuff that they also, you know, distribute themselves. They got that Ganya movie on uh, Blu-ray? Or was it just a straight up old DVD? I think it's a straight, yeah, it's a straight DVD. Well, that's cool too. 
but they got lots of good stuff. He sent me a uh, 4K of the Return of Swamp Thing, oh. starring Heather Locklear. Okay, from TJ Hooker. Yeah, what's she doing in a bikini down by the swamp? Just hanging sense. out. <laughs> These, this one, Public Enemy, is one disc. New Jack and Sandman is another. Mm, Got to Rob it. Van Dan and Raven. Weird is the third and the fi- final one is the violent Sabu. Now, there's no mention of ECW explicitly. Huh? Oh no! Excuse me. It says right here, violent and explicit. Never, but well, the only thing it says three PW pro pain pro wrestling. Uh-huh. Like P R O dash P A I N. I remember three P W. Yeah. I mean, I remember, I, I remember it as a thing, but I, I, I couldn't tell you much else about it other than when you said three P W was like, yes. Well, I got to break these opens and, and broke the break, break it down, break it down. Um, Because I don't think I don't know if this is fan cam stuff or if, if it's a separate promotion that was just booking random ECW talent. Uh-huh. But like the pictures on the back don't leave me believe. I mean, I guess the bottom line is is there's no way it's ECW footage because WWF owns all of that, right? I don't know. I mean, if they use Rob Feinstein's fan cam footage or right. You, there's 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 probably ways i mean i'm looking at this one it didn't look like the most official release i've ever seen when you h- held it up for a moment there <laughs> it's low budge it's definitely low budge is there a barcode on it there is hmm. but there's like not that that means very much but um oh you know, you know it's what? funny i i just put up a video about the a copy of Jackie Brown that I bought on the subway in uh, like 98. Yeah. And it has a barcode on it. And so when he was like, uh, oh, scan it with like the Amazon barcode scanner. It's the barcode for Mad City starring okay. Dustin Hoffman and John Travolta. Do you remember this movie? Yeah, kind of. Something about a, a, a TV journalist or a guy like holding a TV journalist or somebody hostage because they want the truth out. or it's, I, Yeah. I don't know something. Um, you know, uh, did you did you watch the 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 cage match last night? Yeah. Before we talk about that, I want to see how well can you see that. Uh, which part? Just the picture. Like, what can you tell? What room that is? That's not the arena. No, but you know they 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 did a lot of touring. They played all around. Yeah. That that could be any number of places. I couldn't couldn't see that well, but um, I'll get into it. I'll yeah, uh, I'll get yeah. into it and report back. What'd you think about the cage match, Maddie? I thought it was funny before and after the commercial when they're leading up to it that Corey Graves was compelled to say, "Steel cage match. Nobody gets out, and no one can get in." He said that more than once, and I was yeah. like, "Who? Who is this?" trying to work but also what do you mean no one can get out that's part of the way that you could potentially win right no kidding 
No kidding. And also, I'm like, this of of this is the this is the company that has rendered the cage match meaningless in that respect of like well no one's going to be able to interfere and also it's like y'all invented a cage with a roof on it because it kept happening and then the very first one of those you ever did (laughs) it happened that said Mm. fucking great match yeah I thought it was good. I, I, w- I was like up for it. I was fucking amped. Yeah. Put, well, because I, I, w- I wanted to watch it two weeks ago when they said that they were doing it. Put the phone down. Yeah. And I thought, it. I don't know. I was, I don't know exactly why I was, I know a little bit of why. And it's like, apropos of nothing, Lita turns up to involve herself in the finish. That was pretty um, funny. It's like, what does that, that music? Do anything? Nothing. When that music hit, though, I was just like, who the fuck's music is this? And when they finally showed lead, I was like, what is this tune? And is, will she now, is she, is she going to be, in, or was it just one note only? Lita was back there and was like, oh, I'm, I'm not staying. No, you don't. Anymore. No, you don't bring out a legend on the road to WrestleMania and not have her be involved. But then what? Just, you got to do it. Becky needs a third. It'll be uh, a, a, Six woman tag. You, you do damage control versus Becky, Lita, and who else? Who's who's the perfect? You know, you bring in some. Maybe you bring in somebody from NXT. Maybe you bring what, what, up what, what, Medusa. Oh God, Medusa! Come on, bring in the deuce. I'm not a quitter. I'm a fighter. Deuce. Who who is the girl? Um, Indy Hartwell. Yeah, maybe Indy. Oh, we never talked about that. She was so nice to us at the airport. I'd had she no was, interaction with her. She was behind me in uh, security, and I didn't realize it was her. And uh, when my shit came through the uh, you know X-ray machine, yeah, my hat had fallen down, and she grabbed it. And she goes, "Hey, is this yours?" I was like, "Yeah, thank you." And you were like, "You can have one too." We watch wrestling podcast dot dot com. Only a couple left. If you want a <laughs> snapback, <laughs> that went over great. That's right. That's what I said to her. She goes, "Ugh." Um, although I've just seen photos of her and Bailey together, so unless mm-hmm. she betrays Bailey, that's not going to be the one. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe live Cora Jade's time. Who'd you say? Live, maybe live. You only live once. Yes. Who's Cora? Is Cora Jade the blonde from NXT? Cora Jade Rumble? is the brunette who has not been on the main roster at all who uh, used to date Blake Christian and now dates Braun Breaker. Oh, right, right, right. Who is the blonde from NXT that was on in the Rumble? Yeah. Very impressive. Don't know her name. Maybe her. I'm just going to look up because ultimately it doesn't matter, but it would be nice if I don't know. I suppose it'd be nice if it was another outsider, but I suppose if you're already bringing up Lita, it kind of doesn't matter, but it would be nice for somebody to get the rub. But then also it's WrestleMania. You don't have enough spots for everybody, even when you do it over two nights. Mm. So what are you going to do with live at mania? You got to do something. She would, she needs to keep some momentum. Excuse me. I already pitched the Andrea, the giant Tess battle Royal. I love that. I do love that. 
baby doll can present the the award to the winner. There you go. I'm hip. Well, anyway, should we we do another before we go to Dallas? I don't think I need to put a timer on anymore. I think I got a personal timer right here. Oh, geez. I'm so sorry. No, 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 I love it. I don't want to fucking do it. Every time you have to remind me to do it. Oh, geez. I'm what are you so doing? Oh, geez. I'm so sorry. Okay. Let's take a break right now. Thank you. Sheesh. They had a nice little match. Who did they fight? Um, fuck. Uh, the um, oh, the hurt business, I guess, is back, huh? Well, somewhat, somewhat. It's so, but I, this whole like doing things in the background of promo segments, like it was funny when they finally were like when Candace finally turned around and was like, Nikki, what are you doing back there? (laughs) But like during somebody's, it's so distracting. And it, and frankly, it just, it takes away from the interview that's happening, Mm -hmm. but like in the background of some, so I can't, I can't even remember who was talking because the whole time I'm looking at MVP and, you know, Shelton and, uh, and, uh, 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 (laughs) (laughs) I can see the fucking guy. Uh, his name is used to watch him all the time and, uh, receive Yeah. Yeah. And then when he resurfaced, it was like, oh my God, is that the same dude? His body was transformed. What do you mean? He lost so much because he came up and was doing the 205 live. Oh, you mean from the point of when like we saw him in Reseda and then Cedric. When, When he was in Reseda, he was like, much larger. Don't you think? I, I don't remember there being a drastic change in his body, but I, but how many things do we talk about on here that I have no fucking memory of? Oh, uh, I'm going to go Cedric's say, name. I'm going to go ahead and say a lot, dude. Oh, get off my back. I'm just going to go right ahead and say stop a lot. You're being so rude to me right now. Maybe you're being rude to yourself. Yeah, what's up, Maddie? What you talking about? Look at this. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to translate, but he was he was so much larger 10 years ago. Okay. He just leaned, He's leaned out. out. He's leaned out. Yeah. Lean out. He leaned Lean out. out. Lean out. I'm fine with that. Anyway, we'll take a trip to Dallas. Magical trip? Straight down to Dallas. Uh, World-class championship wrestling season three, episode 49 on Peacock. This is December 8th, 1984. We had another huge TV mature warning. Oh, man. That is pretty crazy when it pops up on you. They make such a stink about it. And they're just like, there's language. There's language that is used that that doesn't re, you know reflect our corporate views and did somebody complain? Like it's it is it's crazy. It's one of these things where you're like, all right, now I got to watch this with a fine tooth comb. 
<laughs> now I got to know because when Jack asked me, I need to be ahead of him on violent shit that I've seen. Right. I'm like, what is so offensive that the guy who on his own show said to his son, I'm going to give you another fucking beating. You know? Show opens up. Bill Mercer, Reunion Arena. 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 Thanksgiving Star Wars is what it is. Oof, what a night. We see the replay of the aftermath of the Terry Gordy versus Killer Khan match, both showered in blood. So again, I thought, all right, is it just because we're seeing this footage again? Terry bled a little bit that night. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh. Apparently next week we're going to see the follow-up to that match. First up, the Fantastics versus the PYT, Pretty Young Things. This is far and away the best match of the homework this week. I love both of these teams. I love Bobby Fulton. And my God, do I love Norval Austin. Uh, nice, long, athletic, great back and forth, super fun. The crowd is hot. At one point, they do a spot where the PYT are like leapfrogging <laughs> over, do you know the spot I mean? Yeah. Over the Fantastics and Coco lands on his feet and Norval lands on his face. <laughs> and Bill Mercer goes, Norval landed on his face. <laughs> Calling it right down the middle, man, just as he sees it. I mean, Norval Austin just cracks me up. Everything he does, he's just, I love him. I just love him. It's a, total it's a great match. I would watch it. Chick Donovan versus Skandar Akbar. Chick Donovan was laid out months ago, and he feels that it was Skandar Akbar who told his goons to do it chick donovan always giving off those uh rico vibes or i feel like rico maybe studied some chick donovan uh at least in in appearance you know what i'm talking about when rico had like the the manager of chuck and billy yeah but he also wrestled for a minute um but you remember when he he like i mean i'm picturing outfit yeah i'm i'm picturing rico with long hair and it's chick donovan yeah completely This match was nothing. I mean, Akbar's, you know, well past his prime. And then Chick Donovan is Chick Donovan. So <laughs> what are you going to do? We get a Kevin Von Eric promo ringside with Bill not Mercer. Bad. Not now. considered. Not bad. No. It's, it's one of the best <laughs> Kevin promos. He's lucid. He answers the question. He has an answer. Yeah. Complete sentences. He's going to send Chris Adams out of the ring the same way that Kevin was taken out of the ring at the Cotton Bowl. If you all recall, Kevin was taken out with uh, lacerations on the top of his head on a stretcher after being waffled by Chris Adams, who, let the record show, had his shoulder up. But the Texas referee awarded the victory to Kevin Von Erich which Chris Adams reminds us of in his next promo. Uh, 
He is not ringside. He is shirtless getting a massage from Gary Hart. Um, Bill Mercer tells Chris Adams what Kevin Von Erich told him. Chris Adams says, idle threats do not threaten me. <laughs> idle threats do not threaten me. Idle threats do not threaten me. I think that's what he said. That's what I wrote down. I really hope that that's what he said. Glennis, Glennis told me something one of her friends said, and I was like, I have to write that down. That's the greatest quote of all time. And the quote is, way to choose the worst choice. <laughs> Glennis sent me, a, she sent me a shirt on Instagram that said, I feel fine, but my kicks are sick. <laughs> <laughs> so, big main event, Ken Von Erich versus Chris Adams. Immediately, they start brawling. They don't even get the introductions out. Gets tossed to the outside. They're chasing each other around. I mean, literally, they're brawling around. Finally, Mark Lawrence announces who's in the match. It's pretty funny. Um, they're up. They're down. They're back in. They're back out. The crowd is hot. This is just a nasty brawl. They get a chair involved. It gets tossed. They get tossed out again. The audio is fucked. I mean, they go rolling around on the uh, announcer's table and like Bill Mercer's microphone gets all fucked up. They almost knock over that monitor, which isn't the little dinky monitors they have at WWE now. It is a full on television set. No dinky. Um, the audio is fucked for a while, actually. They finally get things settled again. Chair comes back in. Kevin comes in with the chair. Uh, David Manning, the referee, is trying to keep control of this thing. It's futile. Futile. Eventually, he gets hold of the chair. Chris Adams has the chair. Ken Van Eric goes up for a big drop kick. Kicks the chair right in Chris Adams' face. Adams gets juice. Gary Hart comes in. He gets waffled by the chair. This thing is fuh. The motherfucker out for blood from the jump. Out for blood. Nothing is solved. That's the match. Best way. And the next episode is uh, just a nothing rerun episode. Mm. World Class Championship Wrestling Season 3, Episode 50 on Peacock. Ah! December 15th, 1984. Bill Mercer in studio. <laughs> that's when you like, know it's going to be good. That's when you know. The background is almost, it's not quite the lasers that you would get in fifth, sixth grade when you're taking your class picture, <laughs> yeah, but it's pretty yeah. close. And they were doing a best of episode. At first, he, at first, he almost forgets himself and says it's going to be a best of 1984. And, and I suppose it is, because uh, I'd, I'd have to go back and look when the Cotton Bowl was, but that was 84. That was for. David's death, right? Yeah. 84. 39th anniversary, David Von Eric's death coming up. Coming up. Maybe they'll put the Iron Claw movie out. They should. We know they must be done shooting because Zephron's in Australia with fucking John Cena doing a movie now. Uh, a um, Is it a fucking Fairley brother or is it a Cohen brother? One of them. I think it's a Fairley. In Australia? That's where they're shooting it. Why is everything shooting Australia? Probably because Australia fucking rolls out the fucking cash. I guess so. You know, the same thing with the, the guy I ran into in um, 
San Antonio when he was like, yeah, the impact has been in the Alamo Dome. I was like, he goes, anything on TV that San Antonio just will fucking bankroll it. So there's been things in the Alamo Dome that only had like, you know, a few thousand people at it because it's like people who are down to clown. That's like for a hot minute, Detroit was fucking huge with production. And then whoever the governor, whatever is like, no, nah, no, nah, we're not. We're not fucking subsidizing this anymore, you know, because now that you money, mentioned Rhode Island was the same way. Yeah, because, you know, obviously a lot of jobs and shit comes from it. But when yeah. fucking, you know, the, when the palms stop getting greased or whatever they but the places that fucking do it. Yeah. Anyway, Segway sidebar. Oh, that kind of sound like Sibley's old. Go pass. <laughs> remember the old like remember that guy oh, who was right. like, meet me at Barney's Beanery. Next that's to the old right. tower records. Doheny. <laughs> that's right. He lived on Bundy. That's right. Sepulveda. Yeah. The Laugh Factory. Next door to the Senior Fish on Melrose. Whatever, you know. Pigs Hot Dogs on La Brea. <laughs> we got Kevin versus uh, Kevin Von Eric versus Chris Adams from last week. We get the replay of that match. Fantastics versus Diablo and Kelly Kaninsky from the Cotton Bowl. The only match I feel that we have not seen, Stella May versus Baby Doll. Just the worst. Uh, this is from uh, the Thanksgiving Star Wars. I mean, this this match... Stella May has her hair all chopped up because she got, you know, she got haircut. Yeah, she got taken down by Baby Doll and Gino. She's got scissors, refuses to surrender them to the referee. And it's like, Stella, you're crazy. You're going to stab this woman to death. What do you know? No. Sunshine is the second. She gets the scissors. They start wrestling. It's just awful. Eventually, Mike Von Eric gets involved. Gino comes in. They start fighting. Gino powders out. Then they got the scissors. Stella's holding down Baby Doll. Mike is holding down Gino. Sunshine has the scissors. She's going to cut off Gino's hair. He powders out. Baby Doll powders out. Nothing is solved. Nothing's accomplished. But the baby faces stand proud. This is one of the worst matches I've ever seen. And then, of course, not to be outdone, they have to show in its entirety, Kerry Von Erich winning the NWA title from Ric Flair <laughs> from the Cotton Bowl. Yes, 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 yes. This episode of World Class gets minus five stars. This mm. was a waste minus of time. Five. Got to do some. I mean, man, when they when they do a show at the Cotton Bowl or or Reunion Arena, and then that's the they go on vacation, man. It's like a fucking between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Fritz is just like show old shit. We got yeah. the footage for for Reunion that goes, gets us covered for two two and a half weeks. Fuck it, yeah. Anyway. Vince, who's your favorite wrestler? Ron Breaker. 
I'm getting it on the ground floor. I said it before, man. I think he's yeah. a nice little throwback. I don't see him all the time, but when I do see him, I, I, I like the cut of his jib, man. Sure. Maddie, who's your favorite wrestler? The genius. Leaping oh, Lanny Poffo. Talk about Lanny. R.I.P. Yeah. to the big land man. Yeah. Who, who gets the TV? Who uh, gets the TV bed? Unfortunately, it might just, uh, you know. Probably his ex-wife, who uh, he, he had no problem shooting on in any interview he was <laughs> given the opportunity. Hey, man, that's how divorce works. Uh, yeah, that stinks, dude. But Lanny was awesome in all his iterations. Yeah. I remember him, you know, first, like, as just the guy who fucking through the frisbees and shit before he had the cap and gown, you know? Yeah. When he was um, a baby face and he did, he didn't do the moonsaults the way that Muda did it. Right. But he did like a backflip. Yeah. That was pretty much, it was, it was much easier on the knees than what yeah. poor Muda was doing to himself. Historically long penis by all accounts. By you know, the legend has it. He could, you know, if, if we heard it from anybody, but Hogan, <laughs> you know, but, and why would Ho Hogan had, a, he was always discussing penis length, uh, uh, under oath, you know, always uh, also, uh, did you hear Hogan refuted what Kurt Angle said? Yeah, of course, Hogan, of course. you know, he's got his own party line and I'm going to karaoke tonight, dude. I'm going to dance the night away. But I mean, <laughs> he's when like, Angle's fucking with my money now. I could have got booked oh. on like mania this year, probably to wrestle. I walked out. I felt every step. You think Trujillo's going to finish this whole Metallica tour? They would have called me for sure. <laughs> now they don't think I can fucking feel my legs, dude. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to ride the lightning. You're fucking with my money. <laughs> I yeah. wonder uh, if there's anything more ridiculous in pro wrestling, really, when you think about it, than a guy calling himself a genius <laughs> and then wearing a cap and gown everywhere he <laughs> goes. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, that, that has to be the high watermark in pro wrestling yeah. of just like, are you shitting me? You're like, I'm so fucking smart. Look at me. <laughs> Just came from another degree that I, <laughs> I remain at the fucking graduation ceremony. I mean, it is so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, look at how smart I am. Mm, mm. <laughs> he's got like the stripes on his arm. Like he's a right. fucking general of fucking education. You may have heard stories about my large penis, but I mm. summa come loudly every <laughs> night. <laughs> All right now, Maddie. Well, you brought up Sib and it got filthy. Hey. Beverly. <laughs> Where can the kids find you on the internet? Oh, well, in person this Ooh. Saturday out in Fullerton, California in the OC, baby program, Skate and Sound for New Age Records Showcase. Come check out Cross Control. Other than that, uh, at Vince Averill on Twitter, Vince.Averill on Instagram, Monday Night Beers Podcast. At McCarthy Redhead, all forms of social media. 
Check me out on TikTok, showing off the movie collection. Big things happening. Big things happening on my TikTok. And uh, you'll be part of it very soon. And watch it with Matt and Glennis Fridays, wherever you podcast. Patreon patrons, welcome aboard. Philip Coppersmith. Oh, what, what do you like to smith? Silver? Gold? Oh, pal. Copper. That's where it's at. And J-Z-T. Oh, yeah, Jay-Z. Saw your wife on the Grammys. She won a lot of awards. None of them slammies, though. (laughs) All right, now we'll see all the patrons over on the Q&A. Stat. Bye-bye.